airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. Mm -hmm. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And um, our brother Richard is over in Studio CC. We're going to get mm-hmm. a bunch of calls queued up because it's Friday. And Jay Mack is also on tap helping us navigate uh, what we call the Gumbo Show. It's a little bit of a lighter show. Um, we opened the phone lines up earlier and hear from you. So yes. keep listening. We're going to do that uh, momentarily. But also we just kind of try to laugh just a little bit more mm-hmm. as we go into the weekend from time to time. Uh, just trying to do a quick cover of stories will turn into maybe not as much laughter, <laughs> but we do try to avoid that. Yeah. Um, whenever we can, whenever we can. Right. All right. Um, so first things first, just an update that has, um, uh, changed our life a little bit yesterday. <laughs> um, it has, it has brought home the reality of uh, where we are. Let me just say this. I run into people from time to time who, who make my day, you know what I mean? And, and like I, you know, I say things like, you know, I don't know, we have six kids or, you know, I, I mentioned something that kind of quote unquote will date me, you know, date myself. (laughs) I would tell, you know, and, and, and sometimes there are these nice girls who are younger than I am, who will say, whoa, you don't look, you know, 41 or 40 or whatever, you know, now it's 42. I'm 42. And, um, and so I'm always like, Oh, (laughs) thanks. You know, I mean, you're just kind of, you know, and, um, and, and, and and whatever, right? Like you never thought as you were, you know, a teenager and then in your twenties, you never cared. You didn't care how old people thought you looked. I mean, you didn't care. It didn't didn't matter. But there's something that happens that you start to take, (laughs) you take like a little second look in the mirror, you're like, whoa, wait, where did that come from? <laughs> like, whoa, you right, know, right. and and all of this, though, you can sort of ignore to a certain extent because you're like, I am as old as I feel. <laughs> all right. And and I feel great. And so you just you just keep moving. You just, you know, you keep, you know, um, until <laughs> until you go to the eye doctor. Uh oh. Well, it's worse for you, my friend. <laughs> hey. I was I was there with you. you. You were when our eye doctor said of your right eye. What did he say? He, he says, "Perfect. You got." Oh uh, no 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 <laughs> no no friend. That's not what he said. He said, he "Oh boy, vision. that right eye is only there for decoration." <laughs> and you were laughing doing, a little bit. Oh hard man, over I could not control like, myself. I could not control myself. <laughs> and I know I'm I'm always on your side. I am always on your side. <laughs> But man, I'm, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like laughing in a place where you should not laugh. It just intensifies and you can't, you have to walk out when he said that, because it's like, you know, you have this moment where you know that maybe your vision is a little bit like you need some help. But when someone says that right eye is only there for decoration. Yeah. You were laughing. You were. 
Oh, I couldn't recover. You I couldn't you know, recover. So, I just like, thought that was brilliant. And I, I even asked his assistant, has he made this joke before? Because this, that was brilliant. And she said, no. So that was unique for you, Will. That was awesome. Well, anyway, then, you know, it's my turn. It's my turn. Yeah. And then I get, <laughs> right. I get up there again. And, um, and, and then, you know, you realize that though my eyes may not, you know, simply be decorative, um, they, yeah, <laughs> they need some assistance. Okay. Yeah. They need some assistance. <laughs> so, so they start talking to us <clears throat> and they say, you know, for both of you, it's time to consider some no lines. <laughs> Meaning you got to You got to You need some readers. Yeah. Buddy. And, and you need. So look, I don't know all of the technical terminology. All I can tell you now is that I am currently wearing glasses that have three different prescriptions on the lenses. <laughs> when I look up in the lens, I can see distance. I look straight forward. I can see my compu- computer screen. And then I look down low and I can read, which is amazing. Some people are like, I knew you've been missing words in your Bible. <laughs> well, it's because they blur a little bit. So <laughs> I have to take my time. But now I can see so clearly. It's amazing, right? But here's the crazy thing. I am, um, this, uh, here's what I'm saying. This is middle age. I don't care what people say. Oh, you look like you're in, I don't care. I don't care. I'm wearing glasses. The uh, original pair of, of frames that I wanted, mm-hmm. that I thought were just, those are cute. <laughs> I was told, um, those, those lenses may be a little bit small for what you're needing. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you can, you got to fit three prescriptions. And so you don't want all that tight. Oh, you want to be able to look into the different areas where the lenses. Guys, this is, um, this is, as Jasmine saying, a whole new world. All right. This <laughs> And and by the way, Will the Great, you yeah. are here too. Your lenses yeah, also have too. three I mean, prescriptions. Hey. hey, I don't know. I I feel like our kids did this to us. <laughs> yeah, because you know, we didn't have all this trouble. No, no. Before we <laughs> before we had them, you know, yeah. I, before we had teenagers. Yeah. Before we had teenagers, our eyes were fine. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, teenagers and and yours is decorative. <laughs> Man, you. Wow. I just that was a I lot want of fun. To, okay. I want to right. put a bow on it. Your eyes just decoration. <laughs> Who in the world tells a person that? All right. Except that they love yeah, them dearly. I mean, buddy. your eyes decorative. Anyways, um <laughs> so this is it. And so now there's but there's a you you have to adjust though, because your brain is my I'm 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 there's a little bit of woozy, not not woozy, what's dizzy, a little dizziness. Right. Because you have to Guys, I want everybody who's also middle-aged to welcome me to the club. I'm in. I am in. All right? Welcome me. And look, you're going to have to welcome me twice because I'm middle-aged. I'm not going to remember that you did. So when you see me again, say welcome. You're young, man. Um, Anyways, listen, my brain is not immediately connected to the fact that I have to look in a specific place to do specific things. My eyes just want to do what they want to do. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, but I have to adjust. Got to get used to it. Yeah. Anyway, if you've been in the no line community for a while, communities, everybody has a community. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Everybody have a community. The no. 
I am standing up to defend the rights of no lines. No the lines no line everywhere community. will unite. <laughs> the no lines community. If you are out there. Now, listen, if you have lines, if you have the lines on the things where you, you know, you can come and be a part of this community, but you cannot speak. You must learn. You must sit and you must learn until you've earned your right to speak because the no lines. This is this is the club. I'm just kidding. I'm just applying all of the critical theory to. Right. The nonsense that is life. Yes. All right. Um, that's it. it. Is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the other thing I also wanted to comment on, and this is serious, it's a little bit of a shift, but this was something that I noticed early this morning uh, while at the gym, uh, Prince Philip um, passing away at 99. And I was thinking about this. And now I know that a lot of people like to trace their heritage and trace their lineage and, and things like that. Oh, first, let me just help you out. I'm not saying that I'm related to the late Prince Philip. That's not at all where <laughs> I'm going with that. Some people are like, wait a minute. <laughs> they didn't. Um, but I do want to say that a few years ago, you and I did um, some DNA testing, like to to trace, like to look at your mm-hmm. your DNA and see, you know, <laughs> where you come from kind of a thing. It was actually a Father's Day gift for you. But I also got one for me. Um, <laughs> look. All right. So anyways, one of the things that I learned is that I'm 20 percent European. <laughs> so I automatically feel like that kind of makes me a part of Windsor. Like I feel like that twenty okay, percent. So, so you feel sentimental. Yes, I, this is a unique loss now for he me. He lived ninety nine years. Well, I That's mean, a long you know, time. that is a very long time. You that know? is a very long time. Um, and and was married seventy three years wow. to the Queen. That's amazing. That is amazing to me. Years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was I was reading something. Um, I was reading uh, something earlier this morning that I thought was almost a little bit poetic in the way it described their relationship, um, that he gave up his career um, as as a seaman or something. I don't know. I forget exactly what branch of the military he was in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I should care more about my family. But, oh, my goodness. Um, anyways, but it's it's. Uh, I was reading it, and I should have captured it so that I could read it you know, accurately. But it said that he gave up his uh, promising career – to walk a few feet behind her. Oh, like, I mean, that's just amazing because I mean, here she is, she's the queen. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, so he you, was like, a um, just a regular person. He wasn't in no type of Royal anything. Well, I think by way of his put now, look, I'm not a Royal expert. Okay. All right. So there are some people who are listening who are getting ready to call and they're like, listen, honey, I've been studying this. And I know, I know that you people are out there. Man, people um, really get into that, huh? Yes, this is important. This is uh, a big deal. I'm like, whatever, I mean, you know. Th- this is a big deal, you know, the people across I the I mean, pond. didn't we break away from them? I mean, okay. And we're for real still <laughs> mad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, that that is, that is um, that's something that's making news today. And then there's one other thing. And again, I don't, none, I'm not, there's no humor in that. I was thinking right. earlier today, though, when we traced our heritage or traced our, did the DNA test, how I, those years ago, joked about my European side. Yeah, you know, pretty funny. Having, it's royal blood. <laughs> it, 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 would, it would have to be. Look, the only royal blood you need is Jesus, okay? Now, what am I going to say? Of course. <laughs> like, how do, I, how do I even come back and say anything? Saying, all these people you're talking about, I mean, look. You know what you just did? You are the person in the room when everyone's throwing out solutions about what should be done and it's just rolling. And then somebody says, have you prayed? Hey, I love that person. 
<laughs> you are that person. <laughs> you are that person. All right. Also, again, sad. This is these are some of the news headlines today. Rapper DMX. Yeah. Uh, dead at fifty. Man. Man, just a um, a well documented past of uh, drug addiction yeah. and fighting that. And then we were talking about this earlier this morning as well, how his struggles were public, and also his attempts to um, turn to God were also public. Yeah, it seemed like it was always a tug of war, struggle. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, he he yeah he gave in to he had a lot of drug uh, addictions, and uh, I think ultimately, you yeah. know that. Look, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And yeah. that's all he, he likes to do. So Yeah. You know. Man, I, I, I was I I'm reading that he died of a heart attack. Yeah. But then also you were telling me this morning that it was drug related. That's what I've, I was I've not reading. seen that in any of the stories. Is so is that fact? Well, that's what I was hearing about overdose and yeah, that he had okay. a heart attack. So, so do you think maybe it's sort of like a PR type thing that that is not revealed? You know, I don't know, but everybody knew that he had like yeah. these issues. Like, you know, I I knew from afar. If I'm not even into that, you know, that world, and I knew you could see the struggles, you know, and all that kind of stuff on interviews and stuff. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, I I hope he repented. You know, I don't. Yeah. You know, I hope he uh, repented for his sins. You know. And said he, I think they said he was in a coma. See, that's the thing. Right. You know, you can talk about, well, on my deathbed. I, I, look, I had a relative who would tell, who told me, I'm going to cry out to God on my deathbed. You wow. never know. Like, yeah. And I, look, I you might be in a coma. You that. don't know. You need to, yeah. you know, be right with God now. That's right. Right. I, I, and, and I, now look, of course, you know, I, I, I don't know, but I guess in all of this, right, it's the Lord who knows. Right. But I will question the heart and the love for God that a person would kind of premeditate that I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And then when I yeah, when I get re- right, I just don't you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if you really believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Yeah. You know, I, I think to I think if you make a statement like that, what you really just are saying is that I don't want to go to hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think that's what yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I can't be sure. Look, Anyways. Yeah. It's not good. Um, all right. Well, we got to grab the break. We'll come back. We'll open the phone lines. You can talk to us. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. A little bit of a lighter show. Um, we'll be right back. They said that boy insane, he gone, he loves his brain. He too zealous, he just trying to go against the grain. He got his whole life ahead of him, so this is strange. But they don't get that getting other shit just isn't game. And marriage isn't pain, in fact it's love and joy. Gas plan for man and woman, they want to destroy. By acting like it's prison, avoid it cause it's hard. Look honestly, if it don't hurt, then you ain't loving hard. Look at Jesus on the cross, he got a ton of scars. Lay this life down for his bread, cause his love is large. My Lord, he set the bar high, and I'm falling short. But I'll be standing with my Savior when I'm calling court. So please forgive me, baby, when I don't Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio's Friday edition. We do a little bit of a lighter show. We can talk to you about any of the topics that we discussed uh, this week. I'll do a recap of those yes. in just a second. Um, but first, let me say, I'm Miki. 
And I'm Will. <clears throat> Excuse me. And should I tell you guys about the marriage, family, life, date night? Yes. Yes. Coming up uh, <laughs> April 27th uh, in Florence, Alabama. Florence, Alabama. You can go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net, and get more details about it. Just go to the events tab. Click on that, and you'll see date night. Uh, it's going to be from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. on uh, April 27th. You can register now. We need you to register. It's a free event, but we need you to register so we know how many people are <coughs> are coming. And so once again, go to marriagefamilylife.net, uh, <coughs> and you can register there. You can register there for our date night. This will be our second one. We did one in Tupelo. It was awesome. Uh, so this one will be in Florence, Alabama. Florence, Alabama. Hopefully yes. we can see you there. Um, all right. So just a quick recap, and then we'll go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. On Monday, our brother Abe joined us. We were going to talk about Maryland. Um, or talk. Yeah, we were going to talk about Baltimore. Yeah. Um, but we ended up talking about Raphael Warnock, uh, yeah. the senator from Georgia, <laughs> and uh, his Easter tweet, uh-huh. right? That's right. Um, that Easter transcends the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that even mm. if you're not a Christian, you can um, save yourself by doing good deeds. Mm. By the way, folks, let me just tell you, we used that tweet for a discussion with our family, with our kids. We did. Um, you know, to read it to them and then to ask them to refute it using the word of God. So, you know, from time to time, you'll have these current events where not only is it something that we should be talking about among adults, but even talking to children and saying, hey, you know, what what problem do you have with that? Right. So right. <clears throat> that was on Monday. On Tuesday, our brother Erwin Lutzer joined us. Erwin mm-hmm. Lutzer joined us yes. uh, to discuss his book. We will not be silenced. I am reading the book right now. And boy. I'm already I, well and you won't be silenced I won't be silenced right. <laughs> he's hitting on all cylinders uh anyway on Wednesday we discussed Wallace Henley's article who will form our children's worldview mm. um where I was trying to <laughs> along with will the great encourage you that unless somebody cares an awful lot yeah. things are not going to get better yeah. they're not so anyway you got to care about our children uh and then yesterday we talked about controlling accolades how our society determines um what you should pursue and what will validate you. And then they use that pursuit um, for that validation that they have designed to then control you. So you can comment mm. on any of those things or any yes. current events you want to talk about um, by calling 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Michael in Florida. Hi, Michael. Hey, glad I got through to you guys. This is the second time I've called. <clears throat> um, i got a few things I want to say here. Number one, y'all were talking about uh, um, uh, the blessings of middle age. Well, welcome to my world. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for the I was, uh When I was a teenager, I got shot in the face, so I was already 50% oh. off most of my life. Oh, wow. And I'm a few months shy of 50, so I kind of got used to it. And the thing about that is you kind of have to learn how to laugh at, not laugh inappropriately at yourself, but laugh right. about it, because otherwise it's overbearing. You know, it can be That's overwhelming. Right. Yeah. And um, so, you know, when someone tells me to keep an eye on something... You know, I I uh I tell them I give it everything I got. Michael, I can't. I listen. I am trying to be very careful with you because you never know when the person's like, "Now that wasn't the joke." I'm I'm trying. I am trying to be very careful here. Go well, ahead. I, you, I got to be careful with this one because uh, 
you know, since it was a shooting accident, the, the mm-hmm. eye is deformed. You know, I had multiple cornea transplants. Wow. So, so since it's deformed, I mean, it's brutal when, um, you know, kids, you can deal with kids, but when grown adults ask you, what happened to your eye? Mm. Well, that's when I got to be careful with my Kung Fu Christianity because I've been known to say, well, I got one for each side of my personality. Which one do you like? One for so each sometimes side. With that. <laughs> and so I'm wondering, you know, I haven't heard anything about <clears throat> Brenda and Bob in a while. Oh, and I wonder man. if they would be saying eye to eye on this situation. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen Brenda and Bob are just trying to go ahead. There's two, two, two other things I wanted to comment on. That's fine. And one was, um, you know, I've never really been into uh, uh, DMX, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm aware somewhat of him. But it yes. was about two months ago, y'all did a show on Ravi Zachariah. Yeah. And that was one of the most powerful um, editions of your program that I think I ever heard because mm. it still convicts me, especially in the realm of addiction. Let mm. me tell you, I went to, to work today and I got paid walked out with a pocket full of cash and it's still hard as all get out to not want to go up to, you know, score my booze and come back home and say, mm. I'm, I'm done with this until I run out of my resources. Mm. But I can't do that because, you know, I've done the 12 step programs and everything. And sometimes that makes it so much harder mm. because how can you claim to be a new creation in Christ and a believer and go to a meeting and say, well, I'm so-and-so and I'm a junkie or I'm an alcoholic or I'm a gambler. Mm. I mean, you're talking with, both, you know, both sides of your face. Mm. It's, it's self-defeating, yeah. you know? And um, so I guess those were the main highlights right there, because when you mentioned um, DMX, I was also convicted of uh, Ravi Zachariah, because and as far as I'm concerned, until the day we pull our last breath, it, it's not over till it's over. Yeah. Because there are days, mm-hmm. for example, when it comes to, you know, addictions and things like that, I can think, well, I, I had a great day because... I didn't do this or that or say this or that. Yeah. But you know what? Even Say, for example, even when I was going to AA meetings, I had what, they, what I saw, I will call it the law of substitution. Because in the meetings, the way they used to be around here is, okay, people aren't, they're sitting around bragging or complaining that they're, that they're drinking or not drinking, for example. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is they're smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee like it's going out of style. Mm-hmm. So I call that the law of substitution. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's very, you know, I, I'm, I'm very sympathetic to people with deal, who deal with addictions yeah. because I get it. But I also wanted to, on the lighter note, I, you know, I'm part of that, uh, you know, that middle age thing. I mean, I feel blessed because my dad died at 44 of smoking wow. cigarettes. Wow. And I've done far worse things than he ever did. Mm. Wow. So trying to see both sides of it, take things on a lighter note. Um, so I love your program and I was glad I was able to get through because, you know, I don't have family. I chose it that way because I know I couldn't be a responsible parent. And with the way there's so many liberated, angry women out there, I'm not qualified and I'm smart enough to know that. So (laughs) you could grow in it. No, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank thank you, Michael. You know, I want, I want to address something that, uh, Michael said, you know, just concerning addictions, you know, those things are, are real. And, and, you know, I know that these things are not easily overcome, but I also know that through the power of Jesus Christ, there is deliverance Amen. as well. And Amen. I think the goal of every uh, Christ follower is that we pray for deliverance, like not to not to live with it, not to, you know, just, OK, this is how I am. 
I think we believe God for for deliverance, no matter what it, it may it may be, because, you know, there's no addiction that's greater than the power uh, that resides within us as Christians, you know. And so, Amen. you know, that's one thing we don't hear a lot about deliverance anymore. You know, it seemed like that's a word that's kind of like, ah, you know, maybe not. But yeah. no, you know, Jesus Christ still delivers from all addictions and we can we can have faith and, and trust in him, you know, to do so. I, you know, just something I felt like because I yeah. know a lot of times we 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 may um, kind of just make not make excuses, but we have these things of kind of lowering the bar about what Jesus can do and he can deliver. He can yes. deliver. Yes. And I, and I believe yes. we should press in for for that. Yes. Amen. Amen. I agree 100%. That was something that stood out to me in our brother's comments as well, like that we are not um, keeping ourselves. Now we, we do have, uh, we do operate with self-control, right? The Bible tells us that to to be self-controlled, but also to be led by the spirit of God. And so at the same time, it's the spirit of God. And think about what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. We're talking about God, the spirit. Mm. indwelling us. Right. That's not a small thing. Sometimes maybe because we say, you know, the spirit of God, the spirit of God, we kind of, we, mm. we think of like a mist, mm. you know, but we are talking about God, the spirit indwelling us. That's right. Jesus That's Christ right. saying that I'm going to send you another like me, the comfort of the Holy spirit who's going to come. And he said, you know him cause he's with you, but he will be in you. That's right. That's, That's right. powerful. That's, That's right. powerful. So, Anyway, God bless you, uh, Brother Michael. Look, I, I want—I wanted to make a joke um, earlier when you were joking about your eyes and everything, and and as you just kept telling the story, I was like, "This is truly a Florida man here." Who is- <laughs> oh, <laughs> you see man. what I did there? Yeah. Okay, uh, Will the Great. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to Kathy in Tennessee. Hi, Kathy. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. That was one for each of you. Next. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I got through to you. So glad, I, yeah, you know, equal equal billing there. Um, listen, I just wanted to say thank you for your ministry. I listen to you as I'm going to work. And I always miss the second half of the show because, well, i got to go in. I'm a second shift worker. But, um, you know, when you're talking about the eyesight thing, well, welcome again to my world. But you know what? Here's the fun part. Here's the fun part. There's more fun coming. Wait till every time Will says something, Mickey, and you go, what? And then you'll say something to him, and he'll say, what? What did you say? <laughs> that happened to my husband and I on our first anniversary dinner. And I said, can you imagine us in 20 years? We're sitting across the table from one another. We stand here. But anyway, um, wow. I just like to say that uh, I'm 59 years old, and I am just now... Um, really starting to think about, um, I mean, I've been to church all of my life, mm-hmm. but you listen to a lot of the same sermons over and over, and they're not something that really touches you. I mean, they touch you, but they're, what you're, that world biblical view, that mm-hmm. is perfect because it's great. It helps me to put things into perspective. Of course, my child is grown and out on her own. I have a granddaughter. But, um, you know, and I love that you do with humor as well. But when you get into the meat of things, you really drive home these points that, hey, you know, I have never thought about this. Mm. And those are great things for a lot of us that, um, you know, we're not, I mean, I'm not, I mean, 
I've, I've read my, I haven't read my whole Bible and I'm still just a student in it, but your program helps me so much to think about how do I apply what I'm reading to where I'm at in life today. Mm. Yeah. And that mm. is just such an uplifting thing um, because you, know, you can't, you know, sometimes you need explanation. You can read the Bible and say, well, what does that mean? What does it say? And these topics that you bring up are to- topics that are relevant to my life, even at my age. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just great to have those voices uh, with comedy always and banter a little bit. Um, but it's always just so good to hear this program. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that probably feel the same way. So I just wanted to say thank you. God bless you. And just keep it up. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Aid, if, if you need the hearing aid, get the hearing aid so you can hear each other. It's all yes, right. trying to argue if you can hear. But, um, but thank you for your ministry. Thank you for your efforts. And thank you about your stories about your children because God bless them. Um, <laughs> That's right. They're, they're, they're just, uh, you know, it's, uh, and to train those children. I, I didn't do a good job doing that. And so, you know, now I can't get that time back. But I can take ideas and use them now as she's 27 years old and mm-hmm. say, hey, this is the way we ought to start thinking about these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So it's helping oh, me and I, all your listeners that have listened for years. Why have they listened for years? Because it's a good thing that you do. It's a mm-hmm. good thing. And I'm so thankful for you. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, you so Kathy. Thankful. So I want to say God bless you and keep it up, and I will keep listening. And hopefully oh. one of these days I'm going to get to listen to the second part of the show. Yeah, that's right. God, God bless, bless you, you, sister. Yeah, right. I appreciate that encouragement. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Well, I appreciate you, Kathy. Thank you so much. I think she was saying glory to God, and I agree. Glory to God. Um, listen, it means a lot to know that the topics that we cover and the way we cover those topics mm-hmm. are valuable to the body of Christ, that it's a blessing. So yeah. thank you for that. All right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. We go to Kim in uh, Arkansas. Is that right? Yes. Hey, Kim. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to say also thank you. Um, and Kathy, I usually only get the second half, so maybe we can <laughs> get together sometime. <laughs> and share it. <laughs> and share. Um, but I just want to speak to the, the topic of uh, shaping our child worldview. And yeah. um, I'm a an educator, a former teacher and counselor in the public schools, and I've been staying home for the past two years because my husband was called to the ministry, he moved, blah, blah, blah. And in these two years, I, God has just really opened my eyes to a lot of things, and I am on my way to pick up my kids right now from school, but we are homeschooling next year. And I just want to say that, you know, the Lord has been tugging at my heart for a while. I don't know that I would have had the strength and solidarity to make that decision without you all's encouragement and exhortation and i want to just encourage the mom who may be also on her way to pick up her kids from school not that everybody has the same god has the same plan for everybody but just that Mm -hmm. if you do feel that calling don't just um you know don't be afraid to to rock the boat and your kids are going to be okay and you guys spoke one day about it's okay i don't remember the exactly the wording but Basically, it's not our job to make our kids happy and comfortable. It's our job to cultivate holiness. And sometimes that means 
Next hey, Kim, let me jump in and grab this break. If you can, hang on just a second. We'll come right back to you on the other side of the break. Aaron the Addison, stay close. Several years ago, uh, talking even on the air about how our daughters, when they were obviously much younger than they are now, how they did not keep their room clean. Mm-hmm. And I remember just, you know, one day being so like, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit this, but it's the truth. So come, go, come go with me on this <laughs> journey that is motherhood. I remember actually literally crying, thinking, why, why, why? Why? Why do you destroy this realm? Why? You know, and and I remember their faces sort of like, what's the big deal? Like, why is this moving? Just but it was the frustration of trying to keep a space that they could live in and enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it just seemed so hopeless. Well, they got older and they learned to organize and to clean their own room. And of course, one is neater than the other. I won't say who. (laughs) This is not the time or the place. But then, and I, I look back and I go, man, what wasted tears? Because that was a blessing that at least they just dirtied up their room. They consolidated their mess. It was it was in their room. Yeah. But now, oh, we have yes one mm-hmm. who brings his mess forth wherever he goes. From oh my goodness, <laughs> and and I look around and I. Do you understand what I mean? Have you had this feeling where your cleaning is almost like you feel like you're fighting your house? You are fighting your house, <laughs> right? And some days you look around and you're like, yeah, not today, not today. But then other days you look around and you're like, okay, you win. Fine, fine. I'm... <laughs> yeah. And today is one of those days where mm. I look around and I'm just like, really, dude? <laughs> Every place where there is a space, <sighs> oh, any place oh, where there's open floor. I know. He has something there, something. Mm. And you're saying, um, what does this have to do with today's show? I just need you to know where I am. <laughs> That's all. That's, that, this has everything to do with my state of mind today. This is, these are the things that go through my mind when I'm waiting during the break for us to come back to air, okay? <laughs> that when I'm done talking to you, mm-hmm. I got to go in and pick up car tracks <laughs> and cars nah, and dinosaurs. And blocks. Gonna make him do that. And books. Yeah. Beans and greens, tomatoes. <laughs> no, I'm just not any of those things. All right. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison. It's a Friday edition. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Now it's Kristen Gray with Mend of Broken Hearts. Yeah, you have a lot more discipline than I do. I heard you uh begin to say he needs to do that. Yeah. When you listen, or else. when you tell him to do things, all right, I don't know. I I, I don't know. He knows immediately that you mean it. For me, I'm I'm not sure if he understands that I mean it. Like I I actually have to set a timer. Well, just tell him that um I said that Oh man, he yeah, needs to I do just that. I feel and, like that's and so when weak. I get home, oh, yeah. I want it to be clean when I get in. But that, that makes me feel so weak. <laughs> no, nah, that that's that's strength for okay. you. You don't have to just yeah. put it on me. Tell him I said. Oh. 
goodness. I forgot we had Kim. Girl, I'm sorry. She's Let's still go there. back. Kim, are you Do there? Do we still have Kim in Arkansas? Yes. Okay, go Kim, ahead. I'm so sorry. I forgot, Kim. It's my son because he's so messy. Okay. It's Finish okay. your thought, Kim. You're uh, homeschooling next year. <laughs> yes, uh, I'll just uh, drive the point home just by saying that gone are the days where there are enough Christian teachers called to public school that there's more light than darkness. Mm. Um, there, It's gone are those days, and it's not enough to make sure your children have Christian friends. It's not enough to make sure they have Christian friends who go to church. It's <laughs> not enough to teach them how to armor up and teach them the scripture. I realized when we were doing all of those things and, and things were still coming up that were uh, just mind-blowing, that would I thrive in an environment like that for eight hours a day mm. and, and mm. being a believer and a studier of the Word for 25 years? No! I would right. never put myself in that environment. I would I would, I would would leave that environment. Mm. And that's how dark it is. Yeah. And yeah. So that's when I realized, okay, we, we just—this this is their soul we're talking about, and mm. we we just can't love the world so much that we, oh, we can't take them out of school. They already have this and that going on. So, But thank you so much mm. for, for you all's um, challenge. Oh, well, God bless you, you Kim. Thank you, and Kim. thank you for calling and, and being so patient with me. I, I truly forgot. I, I asked you to hang on, and then I, you know, it's my <laughs> moment of weakness. Will the great— where All right, next? let's go to Stephanie in Texas. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, guys. Hello. Um, I have a question. I, I need your advice on something. I have a brother whom I love very much, but he's highly into new age. Um, I'm mm. sure you're aware of all that. You know, it can, mm-hmm. it can be an umbrella over several things, but the main thing is that he believes that Jesus is the actual son, and he believes that the Bible's not literal. Well, the thing is, is he's been any little chance he gets around my sons who are 13, mm. he pushes it on them when he gets a chance. And this is the second time that I know of it that he and he's kind of confusing them, mm. even though we're teaching them otherwise. How should I approach this? He's, my brother is he's um 20, and how should I approach this? I, I have a question. Have you talked to your brother about your concerns of like when? your sons are with him like does he know that you you guys are like man this is not good you're you're teaching our our sons this this stuff that's not true does he know that um well uh, the first time it happened i guess i i kind of let it go and um but he does know where we stand so he does it in a way secretly and then he'll text my son thinking i'm not going to read his text and he'll say remember our talk Uh and then he'll make my son promise to keep it between him and him but my son actually told you know tells me about it okay um let me let me say oh well okay well the great go ahead you go first and then i'll i'll follow up because that was a great question you know immediately (laughs) i think my first thing my first thing would be to say hey look i don't like these conversations that you're having with my son and if they continue all you know um correspondence with him will be cut off like because we're not playing these games you know, so I I would feel the need first of all to let him know what I what I think about what's going on here, and if that was you know something that was uh, that that consistent that that consistently happened, you know, it would be like no, no, I I would have to cut off correspondence. Like you can't talk mm-hmm. to him, you can't, you know, because we we're not going to have two conflicting 
worldviews. Right. You know, and confusing my son. I know we have the truth and he's um, pushing these lies and, and also going behind your back and trying. No, mm. I, yeah, that would have <laughs> that would be cut cut off. I, that's. That's Man, I really appreciate your tone there, Will. I really do. And and I think that that is exactly right. That's exactly right. And I'm glad, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm glad that you spoke first because I think um, sometimes my frustration when I hear things like that can cause what I'm saying to sound like it lacks empathy or mm-hmm. that it, you know what I mean? Like that if, as if um, I would be instructing Stephanie not to care about her brother because we need to care about the soul of her brother. And Stephanie needs to care about the soul of her brother. brother. And we need to pray for him. That's right. Um, But I agree with you 110%. One thing I will point out, and I will continue to say this, or something along this line here, uh, Satan really does count on the quote-unquote niceness of Christians. Hmm. Right? And so, so often we find ourselves manipulated and controlled because we want to be nice and, and we're trying to be, you know, loving and, and all of these things. And so we're not really sure how to execute that. So we will sacrifice things and we will give up things um, because we think that it's a good thing. Now, listen, your brother needs Jesus. Yes. Amen. The S-O-N of right. God. Okay. <laughs> right. He needs Jesus. Right. Um, but I would say that you are equipped to disciple your brother and to be around your brother, mm-hmm. but your 13 year olds, unless they are equipped to challenge, some 13 year olds are equipped to challenge. But if your 13 year old is not equipped to challenge, being confused, then yeah. you are. Yes. Yes. And that is not good. And I would listen without guilt. I, I would, I would cut it off. I would, I would say, listen, until, until you can agree um, to respect me, and you are not allowed to send text messages to my son. And I'm sorry, you're not going to be hanging out with my son when I'm not there. Um, I, that's just that's just my take on that. All right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Jimmy in Georgia. Hi, Jimmy. Yes. How y'all doing today? Doing Hello. good. Doing good. Well, I want to make two comments. Okay. Um, First, you know, that what the lady just, you know, just asked a question. And I always tell people, you can't change what you tolerate and you cannot conquer what you're not willing to confront. Mm. That's true. That's good. And, That's and good. Also, also, we're talking about, you know, deliverance. If people really knew God, they would know that God is a deliverer. Mm-hmm. And he can deliver us from anything. You know, we all have been through something that we had need deliverance from, and God mm-hmm. has delivered us. But Amen. people mm-hmm. got to have a made-up mind and a heart that they want to be delivered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with I you. I agree with your, your comments there, uh, uh, Jimmy. I, I I think we have tried to lighten things within the body of Christ and say, oh, this this is just this, and we and, and try to provide different coping mechanisms for mm-hmm. for things that are addictions and not relied upon the power of God to deliver. He's the same God. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that there can't be any outside help, any counseling, things like that. But, man, are we going to, you know, get to a point where we're like, Lord, I'm going to be like this if you don't change me. Mm. Deliver yeah. me. Yeah. I, I prayed that prayer before. <clears throat> I had to pray that prayer, and God delivered me. Amen. He delivered me. So Amen. we have to get back to, you know, uh, understanding that the power of God is real, you know, and that he is still a deliverer today. Amen. I agree with Amen. Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you calling. All right. Well, the great, where do we go next? 
All right, let's go to Janet in Texas. Hi, Janet. Hey, I really enjoy your program, and I'm so proud of you because oh. you're good, good parents, and you've got a wonderful family. Oh, and thank you. you're an inspiration to many. I know you are. But I wanted to share with you, I heard something, a comment of a man that called in earlier this week. And I just want to say, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not as as a result of any works, lest any man should boast. Salvation is secure. Mm. If you truly have repented of your sin and truly from all of your heart ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart, to take away your sin, to give you life eternal, you are saved for eternity. Mm. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that Mm -hmm. whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. It also says that... um, no one can pluck anyone out of the Father's mm-hmm. hand, not Amen. even yourself, not Amen. even yourself. You are secure. God's power of salvation is secure and powerful. And once he gives, once he takes your sin away and cleanses you with the power of his precious blood, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life for eternity. Mm-hmm. And you are the Lord when he comes to live in your heart and life. He comes to live in our heart and life through the power of his sweet Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And you are sealed into the day of redemption, the Bible says. Yeah, listen, uh, and... Can I can I add something to what you're saying? Because, Janet, by the way, I really appreciate you calling mm -hmm. and I appreciate the spirit behind and the heart in which you're calling. Um, If I now I cannot speak for our caller. Right. But when I heard our caller say that, here is what I thought. And and Janet, you stay there and you tell me what you took away from that as well. What I thought he was communicating was not that the security of the believer is uncertain, but that there is a teaching that has circulated that has caused people to say, well, I prayed a prayer when I was seven and then they live however they want to live. And they say, well, once saved, always saved. I prayed a prayer. And if I'm not, if I'm not being too generous or too gracious, if given the opportunity to unpack that, that's what I would imagine would be the communication. And the reason I say that is because I have heard other people talk about this using that phrase and talking about the um, misleading of Christians Mm -hmm. or those who would call themselves Christians that they say, well, I prayed this prayer. I prayed the sinner's prayer when I was five. And so I'm living however I want to live, but I'm saved. I prayed a prayer. So Janet, would you agree that a person who is truly converted, who truly has the seal of the Holy spirit, would you agree that they live a different life? I'm sorry. Yeah, I missed something of what you said there at the last. Okay. So just my question was, would you agree that a person who is truly converted, who's truly come to Christ, would you agree that they live a different life? As our brother John said, that no one who is of the Lord, no one who is the Lord's continue on sinning or continues on sinning. You know, we live in the real world, but when you're saved, you cannot be happy as a Christian sinning. Yes. You want yes. to repent Agreed. and turn away from your sin mm-hmm. and say, Lord, please forgive me of my sin and uh, please help me to have the relationship. You have as a Christian, truly, if you're truly saved, the question mm-hmm. is if you truly ask Jesus from your yes. heart. Yes. 
Yes, you can say Janet. a prayer, but the Holy Spirit is the one that draws you to the Lord. Amen. That's Amen. right. Okay, now that's bullseye. Drawn. Yes. Uh-huh. That's, yes. Okay, yes, so I, I only got 30 seconds. Let me just say this. I agree 100% with everything you just said. Why? Because it is the word of God. Amen. And I think that's bullseye. Has a person truly been captured? Has a person truly been converted? Nothing is going to pluck that person out of the hands of the Lord. All right. Um, we're out of time. Maybe a little more on this if you want. Until uh, Monday, Lord willing. God bless.